listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. up everybody yo it is episode 50 fucking nine of the regular show i have with me a very special guest you know him you love him it's brendan hey hey, y'all it's your favorite brendan but you can just call me brandon oh yeah that's what they all do anyway that's it seems to be a lot of people's thing but uh hey you know what are you gonna do punch him i mean you gotta punch him I mean, no one calls you Greg or anything, you know, so I, mean, I think yeah. you got it pretty yeah, I get easy, Craig man. sometimes. Oh, yeah, that is or, true. Or uh, fat ass. Anyways. Yeah, um, it was very close, linguistically. Yeah. You know what we're talking about today, guys? We're talking about 1979. That's right, it's not just the name of a Smashing Pumpkins song. It was also a year. Yeah, it happened. And, uh... You know, I, I feel like this is one of the better years of the 70s in terms of uh, music. Great fucking year. Uh, this year had everything. It had disco, it had electronic, it had uh, some AM radio shit, it had some... Uh, I, that's it! Those were all the those were all the uh, genres back in the 70s. Oh, yeah, what was that? Jimmy Carter was there? Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm, New uh, I'm Jimmy Carter. All right. Whoa, that was was Robert De Niro in the house himself. Hooah! All right, right. guys. All right. Um, Fuck, I got to fix that post. (laughs) I'm an idiot. I keep pressing my phone against the microphone thinking that it's a great phone stand. You funny man. Yeah, funny man, Greg. That's what they put on the back of the DVD. Well, all you fans listening to this podcast backwards, get ready for a loud noise. Oh yeah, the Greg heads. They know what we're talking about. All right. Um. So yeah, guys. Yeah, we. Oh yeah, we do. I I got about one hour of sleep today, so. No, I, I had a pretty good sleep. Um, you guys getting sleep out there? You gotta yeah. stay sleep hydrated. Oh yeah, they're sleeping right now. I bet. <laughs> if I was listening to me talk, I would be too. Um. But anyways, yeah, uh, shout out to Baylor. They won. They, they beat, fucking won. They beat I called Gazungus. it. Brendan, I called it. All At right. the beginning of this whole thing, I said Baylor's going to win. I predicted it, and I was right. Man, you said that after you said Michigan's going to win. Huh? Huh? What? Thought I remember you saying, like, right at the beginning, yeah, I'm going to go with Michigan on this one. No. Yeah. That was probably watching a game. Nah, damn. Yeah, I heard at least a couple of people say that. I mean, I, I, I picked Illinois for my bracket, and they were the first of the one seeds out. Yep, and, and mine was the last of the one seeds to win because they fucking won the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I am currently 1-0 in terms of accurately predicting the winner of the championships. Oh, yeah. You can Wanna consult know. me for your March Madness uh, brackets for next year. I'll only charge $5 a pop. Yeah. Um, anyways, you know, now we're, we're getting up to the draft. Sam Donald got drafted to the uh, 
Panthers, so that's good for Jets fans. Hopefully that means that they'll have a chance. Oh, yeah. But uh, Everyone I, knows that Sam Darnold was the problem. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, as a as an old Jets fan, I, uh, I fucking can't stand them. So they I, they lost they lost a fan a long time ago. Anyways, uh, you know we we talk enough about sports on here. People don't want to hear that. Uh, they want to hear us talk about old music from the olden times, back when everything was in black and white, and people used to drink fucking uh, sarsaparilla. Oh yeah, that's what they came for. They, you know, you come for the gur, stay for the Aguilar show. All right. Um, yo, guys, eat your fucking, uh, fiber. Stay regular. Okay. Anyways, um, Brennan, Mm. before we get to the music, there are some good movies that came out in 1979. You know them. You love them. What is your favorite movie to come out from 1979? Yeah, I've heard of movies, uh, you know, they're, they're all right. Um... Yeah, the the one movie that I saw from uh, 1979 was The Jerk. The, the Jerk? The the Steve Martin. Um, and as you could imagine, he plays a quirky character who uh, gets into a whole bunch of nonsense. Oh, David Johnson? Yeah. He, he gets a lot of money, and then he's silly, and, and then he does... Oh, well, I don't want to spoil what happens in the he movie. He doesn't die. Oh, no, I mean, I was going to say, and then he doesn't have a lot of money, but, yeah. oh, damn, you know, all, all those people have been waiting to see the jerk for the last... The movie's uh, 42 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but speaking of being 42 years old, um, yeah, I, I don't know, good good movie. Uh, definitely, definitely recommend that movie. How about you, Greg? What yeah. do you, what do you uh, that, know from 1979? That's definitely one of my favorite movies. Uh, when he... Goes on that date, and the the waiter comes up. He's like, "Ugh, what is this old wine? Don't I don't want to have this gross old wine. Bring me the new stuff." Like, uh, just completely fucking unaware of how people act. It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, and then when Rob Ryder comes out in the fucking truck, and he's like, "Ah, oh, where are you going, St. Louis?" He's like, "No, Navin Johnson." I'm like, just <laughs> comedy, comedy at its best. Steve Martin, what a fucking legend. Uh, my favorite movie from 1979, though, is what some would consider one of the worst James Bond films of all time. Um, Star Wars came out in 1977, so they decided to make Moonraker, uh, James Bond in space. And it's exactly what you'd expect. Uh, fucking weird. It's, it's like a comedy film. Um, there's a pigeon that does a double take. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it's great. Jaws returns, uh, making him one of the only villains to make uh, two appearances. And uh, we love him. He was great. And he even spoke at the end of the movie, but I won't spoil that. So. Oh, yeah. He says, James Bond, I'm going to get you, you motherfucker. No. He's like, I'm going to eat the boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, um, so, yeah, that was good shit. It's 1979. Had some good movies. Uh, all two of them. Oh, yeah. You know, movies, you know, people come to me and they're like, Brendan, you you know so much about movies. And I say yes. Yes. Yeah, that's, they always do do that. I like, that. that's a conversation. That's exactly how a conversation went a couple of times the last week. Brendan, you know movies, yes. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, good. 
good year for those couple of movies. But, um, you know, we don't always want to talk about good things. We also like to be negative pieces of shit. So, uh, Brendan, let's get to the dishonorable mentions before we break out into good shit. All right. Um, there were a couple songs that came out in 1979 that were absolute pieces of fuck. Oh, yeah. Whoa, buddy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got three of them this time. I got three disliked songs. I am excited because I have a hunch that at least one of them will be shared between the two of us. First one is Ring My Bell by Anita Ward. Also known as Elmo from Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. When that chorus hits, I mean, you ain't gonna tell me that that ain't Elmo singing You, you Can Ring My Bell. You know the damn song. Um, How, do a... Do a uh, da, you da, can da, ring da. my you know, Elma. Elma um, from the system. But um, I believe as Anita Ward is quoting to saying something along the lines of being skeptical about doing this song, and it just so happens to be funny that it was the only notable song in the bunch that she uh, recorded at the time, so she is known for Ring My Bell when she did not want to be known for that. Very, very funny stuff. Um... But anyway, it, it it just doesn't sound good. It it's ain't. a euphemism song, right? You know, I, I had seen something about, uh, you know, whatever website I saw the uh, thing about, like, oh, it's about uh, talking on the phone or something, teenagers or whatever. But no, it it ain't about, it's, well, what's what what's that about, Greg? Uh, well. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> the night is young and full of possibilities. Well, come on and let yourself be free. My love for you so long I've been saving. Tonight was made for me and you. You can ring my bell, ring my bell. Um, yeah, I think we all know what it means. That's dirty. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, not a fan of ring my bell. Second of the dishonorable mentions, Cruel to be Kind by Nick Lowe. More like Low Nick, am I right? Yeah. This this song is, is like too much of a too much of a sunny sounding song for its own good. Uh, it's I don't know. You, y'all have heard it. Great yeah, it movie. was in uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. That's right. What, with the, the cover or whatever? Yeah. Good song. Nah. Nah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. It's, it's, just, it's just too soft. Too soft for me. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it sounds like a song that would have been before 1979. Yeah. I think if it came out in 1969, you wouldn't be as um, skeptical of it. Yeah, yeah, like, like I feel like this song just ain't doing anything new. Um, but, but anyway, that's my second one. And my least favorite of them all. Bad Case of Loving You, Doctor, Doctor by Robert Palmer. No. Now, I will say forever, Robert Palmer is peak mullet energy. He may or may not have ever had a mullet, but, I mean, this this is dad rock at its dad rockiest. Um, it's, like... Bad Case of Loving You is the same song as Born to be Wild, but <laughs> but less significant. Oh, I, yeah. That guitar fucking riff, it's the same. I was at a restaurant the other week. The two songs literally played one right after the other, and I, I knew I was in the Matrix right there. Um, and it's also one of those commercials that or songs that is overly used in commercials like Still the One, and I think that Applebee's also used it, so... Apple East, stop fucking using the same songs over and over again. Like, what's, what's the deal with freaking novelty love songs and f- advertising food? I don't know. But also, um, this song was also used in a reference on Saturday Night Live. 
Yeah. With our favorite Michael Sarah impersonator, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. And what does he say? He says, doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got one extra testicle. That's you know, right. Funny stuff. <laughs> Those were not the words. Yeah. Outside the context of the sketch, it's extra funny. No, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was, that was a good sketch, though. We we love uh, mis, misdone-up lyric stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm surprised. Now, Ring My Bell is also one of my least favorite songs of 1979, uh, which comes as no surprise because I really can't stand disco music for the most part. But uh, guess what my other least favorite song of 1979 is? Ah, is it, uh, is it one of the Donna Summers? No, no. I, I actually like Donna Summer uh, this year. She had great stuff. Uh, uh, I didn't make my top 15, but well, it's, it's I, the, I can respect it. It's the Donna Summer year. Yeah. Um, well, this but, song is called I Was Made for Loving You, and it's by Kiss. Oh, and it's one of the worst fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, I can go on a 40-minute kiss rant about how much they fucking suck, but I'm not going to. Um, they're like the American ACDC, and that's not a compliment. Uh, Whoa, buddy. Some people who have those two as their favorite two bands. I know. All the dads out there are probably coming for me, but I don't care. Like, they're torn between the two best bands of all time being Kiss and ACDC. Yeah. You're going to have dads on your lawn tomorrow, bro. Uh, I know. I know. Um... I just find that I was made baby is not a good song. Uh, but, you know, it's all subjective. Uh, for some, That's probably somebody's favorite song. And, like, that's okay. I, I'm not going to shit on you. I just can't stand it. I, yeah, I think it's, like, their most listened to song on Spotify for I some reason. Like, Fucking go listen to Detroit Rock City or fucking Rock and Roll All Night or Beth. Like, those are good songs. Oh, yeah. And like, then that's it. Like, I got through, like, my first three quarters of living thinking, like, oh, Kiss, that's the that's the rock and roll all night band. That's all they got. And, you know, then, you know, I was made for loving you was hiding under our noses the whole time. And, I mean, being listened to literally by everybody. But, you know what I mean? I, it's, it's a bad, yeah, I don't like it. It's the kind of song I would play for my kids if I was trying to punch them. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, That's a just weird like song. my parents did when we were kids. Uh, oh yeah, but uh, you know, Dad, big Kiss fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was punishment for everybody. Um, Brennan, what apple? You know the deal. What What are the honorable mentions? The honorable mentions. My first one. Uh, the uh, the logical song by Super Tramp. Uh, this was also the big year of Super Tramp having an album with four damn hits on it or whatever. When I was young, it seemed like life was a popsicle. Yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, this one, you know, I find that the band's, you know, really, uh... Throwing some emotion into this one a little more so than, than the other ones, you know. They, they really got that good style and, you know, this one... Just uses a bunch of songs that end with AL, and uh, you know it sounds sophisticated and shit, mm-hmm. and you know just about like freaking uh, growing up and adapting or whatever the hell, uh, all that good shit. Right. Um, but I, I'd say you know probably favorite Super Tramp song day. Um, my next one, Pop Music by M. Um, Where did you find this song? 
Well, I mean, I heard it here and there. Some, but what, where did I find this song, Greg? I, I mean, you, he showed me the ways and pounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, nah, um, but pop, pop music, that's a that's with a Z and a K, the right way to spell music. Uh, th- this is just a nice, bouncy song. Dude says a bunch of locations. You can pretty much set the... Like, like, it sounds like Ghostbusters. You could just throw Ghostbusters in there for the words and not even notice the difference. Fun fact, it's not uh, Devo. Yeah, oh yeah, very, very Devo sound and song. But uh, I I say it's pretty good. It, it's a really nice niche novelty. Nah, 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 nah. Um, what year does it sound like it came out? Ah, uh, shit, I mean, 1979. <laughs> oh, because well, uh, uh, the Human League <laughs> nah, I don't It's know, also just, a very Human like League was, sounding song. Yeah, it just sounds like very before its time. Yeah. But not by long. Just like Oh yeah. No, I, I get that. That's the that's a good uh good observation right there, yeah. But definitely check it out if you haven't heard it. Um my next honorable mention, Hot Stuff by Donna Summer. Um I want some pasta Oh yeah, I mean if you're singing the song and you aren't subbing in the word pasta or hopscotch or you know, anything like that, I mean what are you even doing? Rasta. Uh. Oh, yeah. Freaking big year for the Donna. Got freaking bad girls and on the radio and all, all that good stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. On the radio. Um, but hot stuff, you know, I, I find that just it's just got something to it that uh, it sticks. That would have been the one I would have picked. Yeah. True story. Oh, yeah. It's a good But uh, You know, she had a bunch of great songs off that album. And uh, out of out of all the down summer stuff, I feel like that's that's the one to listen to. If uh, oh. that album. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's her magnum abacus. Abacus. Um, yeah, my next honorable mention: "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough" by Mike Jackson. Oh, off the wall. Off the wall. A good. Album, good title track off the wall there. Um, but don't stop till you get enough. Uh, it definitely, I say, is a good example of good falsetto. I mean, I'm I'm a real falsetto uh, freaking critic, but uh, it, don't stop till you get it up. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's what she said. Oh yeah. So yeah, you know, just just good good freaking fun dancey one. Uh, much good time. My last honorable mention uh, is called Our Friends Electric by Tubeway Army, which is pretty much just Gary Newman, the Cars guy. Um, this is a very brooding, uh, weird, electronic-y song that's just got some damn good droning-sounding guitars going on, and it is a whole atmosphere that you gotta check out if you're ever feeling that good brooding but energetic time so do you think that gary newman is the opposite of gary oldman you know you ever think about that yeah it's it's quite ironic that gary oldman is a newer man that no. <laughs> all right um ah, they're probably all the same ah, age are they the all age. like 70 hey, but, hey. Nah, <laughs> all right, how old is gary newman let's see 
Yeah. Well, Gary anyway. Newman is uh, 63. Nice. Gary Oldman. Oh, shit. Here, here it comes. Is uh, 63. Holy shit, they were oh, born shit. the same year. Literally within a week. Y'all, Three weeks. Oh, two my weeks. goodness. Two weeks apart. Holy shit. Wow, guys, we learn everything today. The probability that people with the last names Newman and Oldman, I mean, oh, holy. But anyway, we'll learn some every day. Uh, but th- those are my five there, our friends, Electric, last one day. How about you, Greg? That is incredible, dude. Um, yeah, I did I did not know that. Uh, I'm going to throw you for a curveball because I actually took out one that I was going to put in and I switched it at the last second, did the old switcheroo. Well... Anyways, um, my first song is Let's Go by The Cars. You guys know this one. It's, uh, I love the nightlife, baby. She said, I love the nightlife, baby. (laughs) You know, she said, she said, she said. Oh, yeah, the the OG she said. Yeah. And uh, this song has been in everything from uh, Not Another Teen Movie when the guys are, like, going on a road trip to go to this party and then it's literally two feet down the fucking street. Um, It's Uh, been in, like, every commercial for cars and electronics and shit. But uh, this is just, I think this is one of the better car songs. Oh, yeah. He's easily top five. Oh, hell yeah. But uh, it, it would have been like this or It's All I Can Do. I, you know, that's a great song, too. But uh, I don't know. I, just, I had to go with Let's Go. It's a fun song. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number 14, Longer, Dan Fogelberg. Uh, originally, it was going to be Rock Lobster, but I listened to it yesterday. And I'm like, okay, this song fucking annoys me. So I, uh, <laughs> I went for the Pussy Rock instead and went for Dan Fogelberg. Um Dennis Leary accused him or uh, blamed him for not getting a blowjob till he was in his 30s uh, <laughs> and his stand-up. Um, Dan Fogelberg was referenced in Basketball when uh, Ernest Borgnine said, you kids and your Dan Fogelberg music. In, in a movie made in 1998. Yeah. Um, we love good comedy. This is one of those songs. Brennan loves Dan Fogelberg. I love Dan Fogelberg. You know... Same old Lang sign. I mean, hot, hot damn. How do you make a holiday song sound not like a holiday song? Right. Or friggin', I don't know. You get you, it. You make it an AM Radio 70s love song. Yeah. Um, and speaking of AM Radio 70s love songs, Longer uh, is the cheesiest fucking love song <laughs> of all time. But something about it, I just love it. It's one of those, uh, you know, the guy sits on the fucking bench with an acoustic guitar and Sings about meadows in the field and fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, dumb shit like, you know, nature. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's good shit. Uh, uh, but yeah, anyways, my, my number 13, uh, Sarah by Fleetwood Mac. This didn't show up on my top 15 in the episode with Shelly. Go check that out if you haven't. Um, a lot of songs are called Sarah, like the great uh, Jefferson Starship song. Which uh, this is not that one. Oh yeah, no that no that's just regular Starship, not to be confused with Jen. Right. <laughs> oh man. Sarah, Sarah. But this, that's not the song. Um, I don't know. It's just it's like a it's kind of a sad song. Um, Stevie Nicks wrote it. You know, a bunch of different tragedies happen around this time, and 
this is basically the tribute to those tragedies. Um, you know, Stevie Nicks would have, if she had a child, she would have named her Sarah, but something happened and I won't get into it, but uh, this is an epic song. It's like six and a half minutes. It was off of uh, the album Tusk, which uh, I did not have that on my list. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, Tusk, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I gotta say about Tusk. Nah, it's alright. But uh, it's a great song. Uh, go listen to it if you haven't listened to it. Uh, my next song is I don't know. I feel like you hate this song. Um, yes, I know what is it. Loving, touching, squeezing. You know, Journey. That's actually one of my l- less disliked Journey songs. It, it you know. Easy top three. Um, I like how the na 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 goes on for a little long at the end. And you know, this was Journey's first hit. Um, I like the backing of this song where it's just dun 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 and they must say the word na about 300 times we'll just call it 300 times be safe yeah oh yeah well what was that good story uh chris our our brother chris uh greg that that um that he had a story years ago he had a dream that he either had this song on or something else that you know, I or hey Jude or hey kiss him goodbye or something, and the Nas just went all night. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> but also, probably sounds like what it sounded like in the studio for the poor son of a bitch who had to mix the fucking album. Oh yeah, take ten on the fourteen measures of na na na. Because like it's not a bad song, you know. You make me weep and want to die, just when you said we'd try love and touch and squeeze at each other. When I'm alone, all by myself, you're out with someone else, loving, touching, squeezing each other, and and then the fucking last thing he says before he goes nah 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 nah, now it's your turn, girl, to cry, and I just I love it. What? <laughs> yeah, he like screams. I don't know, it's good shit. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, you know we love Steve Perry at the regular show. No, oh, yeah. Uh, I got one more honorable mention. Um. Goodbye, Stranger by Supertramp. Uh, this song, as a kid, I fucking hated it. I thought it was the dumbest fucking song in the world. Me too. But, um, I don't know. I just, I think it's because of The Office and the episode where Toby leaves. And uh, Michael fucking sings that whole Goodbye Toby song. That, like, this song has had a newfound uh, appreciation in me. Oh yeah, I love it. It's early morning yesterday. I was up before the dawn. Like really had Andrew stay. Toby must be moving on. And just <laughs> like it's so fucking stupid, but uh God damn it, what a great fucking episode. Oh yeah. Um but yeah. This is the one where they're like Goodbye baby, goodbye Jane, where we are. 
<laughs> Gee, that makes it sound honorable. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we like to have fun. And uh, it's good shit. You know? Right. No, it's a good, you know, not a lot of songs sound like that song. And then, like, the last three minutes is uh, just a friggin' solo. It's the right way to end a song where the dude's just singing a goofy falsetto the entire time and then wham old driving couple of minutes uh, blah, 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 blah. and the other song off that was uh fucking well um, there was breakfast, in, breakfast America. in America there was take a long way home yeah I can't stand that song but uh <laughs> fucking take a look at my girlfriend she's the only one I got Ba-da-da-da. oh yeah, yeah Jim, we love Jim, Jim class, class heroes. heroes oh yeah um but you know what? That takes us, you know, to our top ten. That takes us to our top ten. Number ten, "Rise" by Herb Alpert. Uh, this is a fun song, a nice, nice funk, funkin'. Uh, I played the trumpet for a lot of years in high school, and my parents, both of them at scattered times every year or two would say have you heard rise by herb alpert and i would tell them yes and and a couple years later they'd ask again and you know that's just a tradition that i like to have pop up whenever it's cool Um, have you heard rise by herb alpert um no maybe next time was this with or without the tijuana brass this was without the tijuana brass this is motherfuckers full-on full frontal herb alpert um, yeah, y'all have probably heard it before, um, the, it's got that riff in Hypnotized by Biggie, you know, that, oh, 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 you know, the thing that comes before the moans, that's in Rise. Um, biggie, 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 can't you see, sometimes your words just rise. Yeah, <laughs> but... Yeah, good, good, you know, everyone loves a very long song with no words, um, if I speak for everybody. So, yeah, that's my number 10, Rise, Herb Alpert. Good shit. Um, my number 10 is a little song by Michael Jackson's cousin, Joe Jackson. (laughs) Uh, Is she really going out with him? Uh, you guys know this one. Sugar Ray covered it in 2001, I think. Uh, is she really going out with him? Is she really going to take him home tonight? Uh, and it's just a fun song, you know. It's like he steals uh, the riff from Summer Lovin' from Greece, And then, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, there's that one part where he's like, look over there, way. Yeah. And, uh. It's fun. It's a good song. It's just, I don't know. It's just... Like, very, like, 50s, 60s-ish. Uh, I don't know what Joe Jackson was doing, but... Uh, oh, yeah. He says, says the line or, you know, a different iteration of it a time or two if, if they say the looks don't count for much, but if so, there goes, goes your, your proof. proof. And, you know, he's, like, really getting bent that some <laughs> not-good-looking guy is having any luck. Like, like yeah. whoa. You know, make room for Joe Jackson. You know, he's known for being a hottie. He sounds like uh, Bill on that Nathan for You episode. <laughs> she said she loved me to her grave. Oh yeah. Right. Everybody, everybody know that. Everybody knows what we're talking about. 
Um, good shit. So yeah, the issue going out with him, uh, Joe Jackson. It's a good one. That's a good one. Oh yeah. Number nine. Don't do me like that by Tom Petty with the Heartbreakers. Um, I just like the energy of this song. It's 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 a very brief one. Uh, the chorus is just the title. Gotta love that about any song. Everyone on earth has heard it. Good ass year for the Tom Petty. Um, this is just yeah one of the ones that hasn't like uh, really bammed into my brain too hard in a wearing out kind of sense i mean you know much love for the tom petty yeah. we we hear so much of the tom petty you know rightfully so of tom course, petty is love tom petty's like uh what's what's your favorite line in the song that's not part of the song oh yeah at, at the beginning of the song's like hey man better watch yourself or you're gonna get hurt uh hurt yourself or something or whatever i, I said <laughs> better watch your step oh yeah fucking uh, yeah, i'm mixing them all up better watch yourself or you're gonna get uh, Percocet. I, I say Percocet in the fr- in the place of hurt yourself, uh, which is funny. <laughs> Someone's gonna tell you lies. Penis circumcised. Oh yeah, I mean you know it, every song's a good one when you're talking about circumcision. Exactly. Um, like Double Vision, the foreigner song. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fill my night with that circumcision. Yeah, yeah. Man, we can write fucking a whole album. Oh yeah, man! I can't wait to write about penises with your brother. Oh yeah, uh, number and, nine. And surgically altering them. All right. Um, I have loved this song for a long time. This is one of my favorite ELO songs, but it's no Mr. Blue Sky. But that wasn't uh, from 1979. So, uh, don't bring me down. <laughs> I'm just imagining if there was a song that you liked more and be like, it's it's not this. It's uh, know this, but it's from the same year and just be like, oh, it's a shame. I just couldn't put it on the list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, this is like the first ELO song that I was really familiar with. Uh, just what a great fucking like start to that song, you know? Uh, you got me running, going out of my mind. You got me thinking that I'm wasting my time. Don't bring me down. No, 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 no. Um, it was also used uh, to great effect in a fucking Family Guy bit where they were doing uh, Adam Sandler, Jack and Jill parody. <laughs> and uh, fucking, they, you know, the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I just, I find it so funny. ELO is one of those bands that, uh, like, every Judd Apatow movie, every Adam Sandler movie, every trailer you see, uh, they always use, like, an ELO song. Um, but, yeah, this is, this was definitely uh, a great ELO song. And, uh, I don't know. It's, oh, yeah, one of the best. It's funny, when you said don't, I was like, oh, he's going to say don't bring me down. Uh, it'll be funny. <laughs> We both had don't songs for number nine. Oh yeah, we all got multiple don't songs on the list. Don't stop to get enough. Don't do me like that. Don't stop believing. Oh yeah. Um. So that's number eight. Now let's get to number eight. Number eight. Uh, cruising by Smokey Robinson. The smoker himself. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, this is a really nice, pretty, romantic song that's just freaking going out of its way to be pretty uh there's the cover by uh huey lewis and the 
Gwyneth Paltrow featuring the news. Yeah. Um, the goop lady. Oh, yeah. The the one known for goop. Um, and that's also a really good one. You know, it's, it's, it definitely throws more emphasis on them harmonies. But, you know, sometimes I prefer the, the old Smokey Robinson one. Really? It's, old Smokey Robinson, huh? Oh, yeah. It's just got that really nice uh, Motown kind of... Um, big ton of sound with the strings that just makes it sound really full and uh, genuine. And what what video game was this song in? This song, well, this one here is in uh, GTA Five. Hey, hey, not Vice City. Can you believe it, everybody? That's, that is crazy. The great heads are like, holy shit! There's a game that's not Vice City. Oh yeah, if we're making a list, there's got to be at least uh, one or two uh, GTA songs on there. Oh yeah. Cruising is one of them. Much love for cruising number eight. Good fucking song. Uh, yeah, really, I do like the uh, Huey Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow one. Who knew she could sing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, my yeah. my number eight is my favorite song about two pieces of shit that don't deserve each other and deserve each other. Yeah. It is called Escape, uh, or as the rest of the world knows it, the Penis Colada song. Oh, That's yeah. right. You guys knew it was coming. You knew you guys had penis. <laughs> Rupert Holmes, the man himself, great fucking voice. I tell you, he has a great singing voice. Um, this man looks like the most dad man ever. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy is seventies dad. If there was, if that was the job, he he nailed it. Like the the tucked in sweater, the khakis, the sunglasses. You you imagine it all. He's got it. Oh yeah. Um, and this is one of those songs that you, you can't have a kid listen to it because they're just going to say penis colada instead of pina colada. Like me. You know, I'm 27 years old and I still do that because I'm a piece of shit. Well, now, now, I'm sure most kids are mature enough to just say the names of alcoholic drinks willy-nilly in songs. Yeah, <laughs> like gin and juice. Um, Sipping on juicy juice. But, you know, this is this is great because the very first line of the song is, I was tired of my lady. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're already fucking, like, she's going to hear this. She's going to hear this fucking song, you dipshit. And she's going to know. Uh, and, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm just going to cheat on my wife and read the newspaper and look in the personal columns. And uh, basically, this this letter is enticing him. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes on the Cape, don't fuck on the beach, guys. You will get sand in your asshole, and it is not pleasant. Don't do it. But anyways, um, so this entices me. He's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Fucker, I'm going to go write to this woman uh, in the newspaper. And it's like, yo, meet me out at fucking O'Malley's and uh, we'll fucking cut through all this red tape. And we're going to plan our escape. So, you know, we're just going to ditch our fucking significant others because fuck it. That's that's what we do. Well, you know, with the uh, ad there, you know, saying, uh, you know, if you like pina coladas and so forth, I mean, the bar is being set really low for whoever's going to answer this ad. Oh, yeah. Like, he's true. like, oh, shit, I mean, I, I guess I uh, like all those things. <laughs> Do you like breathing oxygen? Do you like going to sleep at night? Like, yeah, okay. Um, I guess I'm going to cheat on my wife. 
So then they fucking go to uh, the bar, and who is it? It's his fucking wife who wrote the article, and uh, and they just laugh. They laugh about it. They're like, ha ha, it's you. I never knew that you liked all that shit. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you stupid motherfuckers. You've been together for, according to him, too long, and uh, you didn't know a fucking thing about anybody. Well, hey, you know, it's like at the end of uh, Human there by the Human League, you know. While we were apart, I was cheating too. And that makes it okay. Yeah. 100%. But but that's like a sad song. That's like a heartfelt, emotional song. This is like, ha, 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 we're a bunch of fucking assholes. I own a boat. Much much love to boat owners, but you you know what I mean. It's boat music. And I love me good boat music, which is why that is so high up on my list. And it's not the last boat song on the list. That's a big spoiler. Oh shit, man! Oh yeah, great year for boat music. Um, but yeah, I you know I don't know. I feel like you're going to talk about this in a few minutes. Man, I bet I know exactly what your boat music's going to be. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I already talked about longer. So. Well, um. Number seven. Or, yeah, seven. Number seven. Fool in the rain by Led Zeppelin. This is one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs. It's just got a nice down tempo, slow kind of rocking deal. Um, good old piano, like a nice chill vibe, you know. Except uh, Robert Plant's screaming. I mean, you gotta have him screaming a good amount. Right. And there's a nice breakdown, a very world music breakdown in the middle of the song. Oh yeah, what does it sound like? And with a bunch of whistles and different types of drums and, you know, you know, just him doing the wooey. What does it remind you of? A little bit of Dora the Explorer. That's 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 what we uh, got that piano going on and that little breakdown sounding like. It is, uh, it's very fun. It's very fun. Uh, and then it goes right back to the boom, 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 and it's, and then the song just finishes off. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty much freaking it. I mean, you know, if, if you ask me what the, uh, what the subject matter of the song is, I mean, you, you're gonna forget what it's about after that whole, ooh, and all that shit. He got shit. stood up on a date. Oh. And he's lamenting over it. Ah, shit, you know, now, now that I think about it, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> but, hey, you know, <laughs> that's, and that's, that's a good theme. Everybody loves the songs like that, you know, Misunderstanding and Fool in the Rain. I mean, that's all you need. That's it, yeah. Two but, songs about being stood up. I got stood up one time, but we won't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, number seven. All right. Uh, this is my favorite song about cars called Cars. Nice. Uh, by Gary Newman himself, not Gary Oldman. Uh, and you guys know this one. This is the one where he's like, here in my car, I am driving a car, and I'm also a car because I'm a Transformer <laughs> named Optimus Prime. And, uh, yeah, it's a great song. Um, you know, it was on that fucking test drive game. Like, it was this fucking opening theme for that back in the 90s. That was fucking sweet. And this is one of those songs that it's just, it sounds very, like, 80s, and it's... It's, you know, bringing it into the 80s, and fucking Gary Newman's one of those fucking, like, suit-wearing motherfuckers, and he's like, look at me, I'm cool, you know? Oh, yeah. 
do I do cocaine? Probably, but, you know, doesn't everybody. And, and it's just, it's good shit. That fucking synth, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I could listen to that all day long. It's like fucking robot noises, baby. And, uh. Robot baby noises. It's like so good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What the fuck am I going to say about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody already knows it. Well, hey, you know, let's uh, let's move on with uh, with my number six, the best song about cars, cars by Gary Newman. <laughs> what do you have uh, to say about this song? Uh, you know this song from you know Slow Ride, Take It Easy. You know that one with the, you know every song that has that high pitched oh, thing yeah. going on. It it's about driving. Um, here in my cars, I can I can lock all my doors. It's it's the safest of all. It's the only way to live. You know the the words, uh, yeah. very, very reclusey song. Um, in my car. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, definitely a very important influential figure in electronic music. Uh, you know, I mean, after Kraftwerk, really, you know, th- this is the guy sounding good, you know, like, like making good sound electronic music. Um, but, but pretty much just a really cool atmospheric thing. Uh, a lot of, a lot of it is in a very punk vein, but, uh, Gary Newman liked to, uh, stretch the boundaries of what punk could be and not just rock and roll Blab blabbing, and I mean I love the rock and roll blabbing, but uh, you know got gotta love the artsy shit like this, and and it is a good time. Oh, dude, Mountain Dew's got that zero sugar frostbite. I can drink it now. Oh shit! Yeah, it's good fucking for you, lady, lady titty. Um, speaking yeah. of titty, num- numbers, car, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, yeah, the thing we said about all we could uh, say about it, you know, slow ride, love slow ride, and oh, cars. Yeah. Um. Number six, Greg. My my number six uh, was like one of the first um, mainstream pop songs to be used in a James Bond film. Die Another Day, when Pierce Brosnan's on the uh, plane. Uh, and it's London Calling by The Clash. This is a really fun song. Not dark at all. Um, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's very uh, shanty. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. And I was there too, and you know what they said? Well, some of it was true. Yeah. The ice age is coming, the sun's zooming in, engines stop running, the wheat thin's growing thin. Oh, yeah, the wheat thin's growing thin. I mean, that that London Calling, you know, uh, one one of those big albums, freaking got like four different things on there I've heard on the radio, like, goddamn, I mean, whole whole thing is packing. in vain. Fucking. I think there is at least another one on there, a brand new Cadillac, which is a two-minute one. Heard that in a restaurant the other day, I'm like, oh, wow, that's on the same thing, that's on London Calling, holy Uh shit, that... That album's got every uh, sound known to man. They got like a reggae one on there too. I mean, they really just pulling it all out. But yeah, no, this song is basically just like a big, you know, uh, disaster. Everything's going wrong. We're getting zombies, fucking uh, nuclear fucking meltdowns and shit. It's just fun. It's, you know, it's one of the songs that I like to rock out to uh, when I'm just feeling like a punk. 
And it's like, yeah. You know, you sing it in your fucking best uh, Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins, you know, <laughs> voice. No. <laughs> London calling. And, uh, and you just go have a town. Yeah. Um. They got the the howl and the arr, 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 you know that makes the song good. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a fun song, good stuff, good times, good stuff, good times. Uh, that brings us to our top five, the big no. five. Number five. Speaking of good times, rappers delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. And I'm I'm talking 14 minutes, y'all. Uh, no, um, oh, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, I mean, any, any song, you know, we're we're automatically assuming that Brendan's talking about the long uh, versions of any of these. No, um, apparently it's not a test. It's not a radio test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just it's rapping just, to the beat. To the to the to the boogie to beat. Um, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of subjects covered in this song, like going to a friend's house where they'd serve a bad dinner and just be engrossed out, uh, and trying to win over a lady who's, and he's in competition with Superman, and, you know, he says something about Superman having a little worm and, uh, that he has super sperm. Uh, so, I mean, I guess, you know, this guy's got super sperm and Superman does not, and, you know, those, those are words used in the... In the first, like, big rap song ever. So, you know, just make sure to listen to all those words because it is funny as hell. Who are, who are the uh, members of this gang? You know, off the top of my head, I, I find that you would probably know that better than I. Yeah, there's uh, Wonder Mike. Uh, there's Big Bank Hank. And then there's Master G. Yeah. Um, good shit. Funny shit um just a good good light-hearted song you know you gotta gotta love it uh freaking kangaroo jack but yeah. uh but yeah number number five Ooh, fucking kangaroo jack dude i'm still pissed off about that fucking movie i we were all lied to we were all lied to <laughs> yeah uh, that was a talking kangaroo not a dream sequence god damn it I still want to know what that movie would have been like if the kangaroo could talk the whole time. Yeah, we're overdue for some movie with a talking kangaroo. I mean, it ain't too late in this lifetime to just some some with a talking kangaroo. Nah, Kangaroo Jack only came out about 18 years ago. It's too late. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, you know, speaking of boat music, here we go. This is uh, probably the pinnacle of boat music, Sailing by Christopher Cross. Uh, what a beautiful fucking song. Uh well, it's not far down to paradise. At least it's not far. If the wind is fast, you can sail away. Find tranquility. Discovering me. Yeah, he uh, he sounds like uh, the white Aaron Neville. It's great. Yeah. Uh, this is just, you know, the fucking, like, first 30 seconds of the song, you got this violin that fucking starts, and then this just fucking... Like, this guitar... And, uh, God damn it, you really feel like you're sailing on a boat? And this guy just takes you away to where I do, 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 some, whatever that means. Some freaking, you know, slow dance music. Like, this is some romantic sound and stuff you just want to sway to. Oh, yeah. 
Much much love for for Chris Cross, not to be uh, confused with Chris Cross. But uh, yeah, just fucking what a great fucking song. No, um, good uh, good love making. He won a shit ton of Grammys on this. Uh, The dude's only like ten when he when he fucking came out. Oh yeah. But uh, no, love love this fucking song and. yeah, he out of the two uh, musical groups that called themselves Criss Cross, uh, Christopher Cross, I, I find was the better, the better artist. Oh yeah, I think I saw him uh, performing on some show the other year, and I think he was wearing a fedora. Yeah, it was, was probably the uh, Jimmy Fallon. Probably, and I was like, you know what, he 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 does wear a fedora, doesn't he? Yeah. But and, uh, Ride Like the Wind was also on this album, and I feel like you're gonna have that on your list. Well, let's move on to our number four, uh, Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross. How about that? Uh, you know, Cars, uh, how about that you time? Know, it's all about me being a psychic and knowing exactly mm. what's going to happen next. Well, you know, in recent years, I've found an appreciation for sailing, you know, but because, I mean, holy shit, that, that vibe, you don't yeah. get that vibe often. It mm. is a gorgeous song. It's a relaxing song. But Ride Like the Wind... It's the opposite of relaxing. Pushing the boundaries of sounding soft as hell. Uh, like, it is, like, for a song that is as driving and, and biting as it, it's still so soft rock. It is funny. Um, but, you know, you got the little bongo deal going on. It's, it's just driving it. It's like, it's like turn the beat around, but... But it's about some some good shit. Uh, it is the night, my body's weak, I'm on the run, no time to sleep. I gotta ride, ride like the wind to be free again. And I got such a long way to go. And Michael such Mc- a long way to go. Yeah, you, I mean, you know, it's featuring Michael McDonald and, you know, such a long way to go. You know, and you can't go without that. I mean, and, right. and not have it, you know. You ever see the uh, SCTV... Uh... With, yes, uh, fucking Rick Moranis, where he uh, he's Michael McDonald, and he's running fucking all the way through the studio to get into the studio just to sing such a long way to go. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great bit. Oh man, and then, and then at the end of the song, he switches it up a bit. He's like, "Such a long way to go," and it's yeah. like he's like, "Oh man, I thought he was gonna like say more than just one line, but I mean that one last one made it worth it." Oh yeah. Um, but good energy, freaking the most badass soft rock song ever. Um, Ride Like the Wind. Dude, that fucking wind that plays in the background, like, it's so good. Oh, yeah, you know, get the... Just, man, just freaking hits you in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is some urgency Gently. to this fucking song. Oh, yeah, it is groovy. Um, yeah, that's my number four, Greg. I bet, uh, you. My number four is Fool in the Rain by Led Zeppelin. Hey. And, uh, yeah, it's funny because, like, you know, Led Zeppelin is one of those bands that uh, just, God, they, they have a million different songs that they all sound different. And this is one of those songs that just, uh, I don't even know how you describe it. It's like... It feels longer than it is, but uh, yeah, it's a great fucking song. It's like it's like almost poppy, and 
I love Robert Plant's voice in it. Uh, some songs I, I just couldn't stand. Like, I don't know. Um, some of their earlier stuff, like their 60s stuff, was kind of rough for me. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that freaking, uh, what was that, Stairway to Heaven bullshit? No, I was kidding. Oh, I love Stairway to Heaven. But, uh, uh, yeah, this is, you know, this is a great fucking song. And, uh, la da da la da da ba boo doo 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 Just good shit. That's such a great riff, like, that fucking doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Oh, yeah, like, like there are no vocal phrases that that really institute a catchy thing to the song like the catchiest thing about that song is that is that piano riff going on in the and that that's just i have some iconic shit right there oh yeah all right uh yeah so we we already talked about uh what's number three for you number three three, A few years ago, this was my most listened to song on Spotify. The first year that I had Spotify for some reason. Uh, Knock on Wood by Amy Stewart. Uh, cover of the Eddie Floyd Knock on Wood. No relation to Pink? Oh yeah. No no Peruni. Um, yeah, and this is just 12 years after that. And the drastic change in sound between those two uh the song and the cover coming out and then the change in sound from that to today i mean it really just puts into perspective how much shit happened in that span um but this song has got some some real piercing high note sustaining good shit this woman's got a beautiful voice they deck out the song production wise with all the dancey deep tails freaking thunder and lightning crashing sounds and and it is just gimmicked to death and i love it um yeah no it's it's just it's got a swing kind of beat at the same time as it's going and and i freaking love that um just just a good sounding song it's yeah knock on wood y'all have heard before um i'm gonna say that about every song but yeah, yeah, that that's my number three, one of my faves. Excellent. Um, my number three. I already talked about Tom Petty a little bit, but it's a different song off uh, the great album "Damn the Torpedoes." Uh, here comes my girl, and uh, just something about this fucking song. I love it so much. That uh, guitar work at the beginning. Then he's like, you know, sometimes I don't know why, but this whole town just seems so hopeless. <laughs> And then she puts her arms around me. I can somehow rise above it. Like, when she looks me in the eye. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Here comes my girl. Um, and it's funny because it sounds like that um, fucking other song that uh, Van Morrison sang before he was Van Morrison. Oh, yeah. What was that? Uh, Forever Young. No, I know. Yeah, uh, the here, here, comes, one. here comes the night. Here comes the night, but it's not the Rolling Stones. Yeah, check out Here Comes the Night. It ain't... Uh, it's it's like a bad Rolling Stones song. It's like Here Comes My Girl, but slower. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just... God, what a great fucking song. Uh, and it's funny because Refugee is also on this album. Uh, shout out to that song, but... Oh, yeah. yeah neither of us put it down. No Peroni. We, we got the... We got those alternative, uh, you know, second or third best in people's in the public eye uh, tracks there. Because people are fucking too basic. We're critics. Yeah. 
Um, I'm really excited to see what your top two are because I don't know. It, either they're going to be similar to mine or they're going to be the complete fucking opposite. They're predictable Brendan ones. Well, let's jump on to number two. Number two, you said it earlier, Don't Bring Me Down by Electric Light Orchestra. Maybe my favorite song by them. Um, You know, it doesn't change up or anything all that much, but it's just a good-ass driving beat. One of the hardest slapping, like, I mean, he couldn't even call it a snare. I don't know what they got going on, but it, it sounds automated in a great way. Um, and it's just fun. Uh, freaking some good falsetto, you know, what, what I call good falsetto in this one. Some, some good in that one. Uh, and just singing as a group shit, you know, just yelling. And I love it. Uh, I, I don't know what much more I can say about the song that hasn't already been said, but, uh, listen to the first five seconds of it and then listen to Dig In by Lenny Kravitz and it's the same beat. Uh, oh, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, my number two? Uh, can, can you guess? Nope. Nope, Baruni. What is your number two? Um, back in 1979, uh, there was this album that came out by... Uh, Pink Floyd. Damn it, I was gonna say that... What, is it Comfortably Numb? It is Comfortably Numb. Uh, this is such a great fucking song. Um, you know, I just... I don't know, man. Like... They, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, it sounds so fucking cool. Like, it's like trippy... Uh, and the guy's like, hello, is there anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. Is there anyone home? Uh, like, there's so many covers of this song. Uh, there's the Scissor Sisters who do a horrible fucking disco cover of it. Whoa, buddy, uh, whoa, they do a damn good, co- they, Scissor Sisters can do no wrong, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, there's this really horrible garage band that does a cover on YouTube, and it's fucking hilarious. If you get the chance to watch it, it's, like, I think, worst cover ever uh, on YouTube. But, yeah, uh, this song is so iconic, you know, and and The Wall is such a great album. It has freaking, like, 26 songs on it, but, uh. Yeah, I've, I've always thought of "Hey You" when I hear uh, when I hear "Comfortably Numb," which is you know is on the same album there, and uh, and "Mother" and friggin' another brick in the wall, like all great fucking songs. Um, but I just I had to go for "Comfortably Numb." It's like the iconic Pink Floyd song, and uh, that friggin' part where he's like, "Just a little pinprick." <laughs> There'll be no more, but you may feel a little sick. And they go, ah! Yeah, I just fucking love that. Yeah. And the worms ate into his brain. No, that's how you. But, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, The best line in any song ever. Exactly. (laughs) You know, great, great for kids. Kids love Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What else can I say about that? That has been The Family Guy where uh, Peter's getting his fucking flu shot. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Funny. Oh yeah. Uh number one. Can you can you guess alright, moving on from guessing, it's good times. Good times by Sheik. Um you know the damn song everybody. Oh, Rapper's like. Delight? Rap, yeah, Rapper's Delight. It's the damn Rapper's Delight song. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have rap without the song Good Times. Um, just a freaking nice disco song. Just, you know, pretty much the, it's the roller skating song. Like, like they directly mention roller skates, so I feel like they're trying to sell me something, but they're owning it. And uh, and oh, yeah. it is lovely. It's got one of the most iconic bass lines ever. Oh, you mean another one bites the dust? Whoa, buddy, whoa! I mean, you know, this, this came right before. Oh wait, uh, yeah, yeah, it came uh, right before uh, another one bites the dust, right? So, so fooey on Queen there, unoriginal donkeys. Um, but yeah, no, good. Good times is a good time. Uh, I've never gotten tired of it, even though I've heard it everywhere. Uh, you know, it's, you know, between good times and lay freak, I mean, you gotta go with good times, but uh, you know, anyway, oh, yeah. big, huge year for Sheik and Sister Sledge, the same band. Uh, I mean, what, they both got the Nile Rodgers, I mean, it's like the, uh, dang George Clinton with Parliament and Funkadelic. Ha- you know, having two bands is just a normal thing. Oh, yeah. In the 70s. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my number one. Good shit. Uh, I'm surprised. Surprised that you didn't have my last song on your list or my number one. Yeah. Can you guess what my number one is? Your number one. Uh, I cannot guess what your number one is. I don't know what it is. Yeah. This, uh, was, um, at one point in time, like, Nine-year-old me's favorite song. Oh, is it? Yeah, should I guess it? Yeah, it's "Message in a Bottle." It's "Message in a Bottle" off the album. Uh, Chateau Zico Regatta de Blanc, and uh, I don't know what that means, but um, you know, something about boats and wine and stuff. Yeah, another boat song. I love boat music. Like, this song, um, they used it in the trailer for fucking Atlantis, I think. Huh? I don't know. They, they used it in some fucking, unless that was Cubs Hail Away, goddammit. It doesn't matter. Uh, you guys know this song. I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an SOS to the world. I hope that someone gets my. I hope that someone gets my. I hope that someone gets my message in a bottle. Yeah. And it's like very repetitive, very fucking <laughs> like. If if you were a kid making your parents listen to this song, they would have fucking shot the CD. Like <laughs> this. That, the police invented repetition oh, with yeah. this song. But, uh, God, what a great fucking song, man. I, I love Sting's voice, you know. Just a castaway, island lost at sea. Oh. Like. Yeah, what, what was that uh, line he says toward the end? Ten million bottles washed upon the shore or whatever. I mean, he says some large, like more bottles than million bottles washed upon the shore. Oh, shit, that's a lot. Seems I'm not alone at being alone. <laughs> yeah, it's a good fucking song. Like, 
You know, I don't know. It just if there was a song uh, about being like shipwrecked and lost at sea, it's this one. Yes, but uh, damn, yeah, just what a great fucking driving beat. And like that riff, like this was on uh, what Guitar Hero rocks the eighties. Yeah, or or two or so. One one of them, one of them guitar hears. Oh yeah, fucking classic. But uh, yeah, dude, just I love the place. Sending out an SOS. I'm sending out an SOS. I'm sending out an SOS. See, the the podcast should just end on three minutes of that, like the song does. Like the song. Well, just like fucking love and touch and squeezing. Na 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 na. Sending out an SOS. Goddamn. Like, it's so fucking funny. Um. The way they they do that, they know, they know, they know what they're doing. Yeah. We love to have fun, and this this is what it's all about. That song is a fun song. It makes you feel not like you're on a desert island, right? Like I don't know, it just makes you happy. You <laughs> gotta love it. You gotta love it. It's one of their best fucking songs uh, to this day. I, it's not my favorite police song by any means, but. Damn it, if it wasn't their friggin'. Ooh, I just got a friend request from a fucking robot on Ooh, Facebook. Ooh, what's, what's their name? I got a friend request from a robot. Oh, Bidu? Bidu, yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking bullshit. They went, yeah, they're from Texas City, my ass. Ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it. You gotta love it, folks. Um, I know a lot of people from Texas named Bidu. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. This was a really great year. And, uh, Brendan, thank you for coming on. Uh, we've kind of been trapped in the house for the last couple of days, so, uh, oh, yeah. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys tuning in, uh, we look forward to the next episode, uh, we got some really great episodes coming up, lined up, so, uh, you know, once, once it's safe for Brennan to not be in the house. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a danger. Yeah. <laughs> you um, know me, rowdiest guy on earth. We love to party, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some good shit coming up. So keep your ears out, uh, tuned out for that. Brennan, would you like to say anything before we get off the air? Uh, Greg, what what battery percentage is my phone at? Um, 69%. 69%. Have yeah. a good night, folks. And uh, you know what? That means that we're only 10 episodes away from episode 69, uh, which is going to be a really nice episode. So. Oh, that's going to be nice. Yeah, I am excited. Um, guys, thank you so much. We, we look forward to the next time. Uh, until then, Seacrest out.